Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. I was told by a basketball coach that you never know who's watching, and I was told a story about how a guy didn't get picked because he played a game and didn't do the right thing when... When he thought no one was watching and, and he was almost a guarantee before that, but they didn't end up picking him. So um, I guess I've always prided myself on that and tried to set, set myself high standards and um, hold myself accountable to good behaviour, you know, when, in whatever environment I'm in. I'm in. So, um, yeah, that sort of pushed me to be, the be-, be my best every time I'm out on the field. That's draftee hope for Will Phillips after the academy training session that took place today uh, in Melbourne where... Let me get these numbers right. 26 Vic, Vic Metro and 22 Vic Country kids all took part in a skills session with uh, prospective scouts and, and, and footy uh, people there. Um, it was uh, it was fantastic to hear Will Phillips speak. Uh, I just I was listening to that chat today with Dwayne, and even Dwayne stopped down to say, "You are a very very impressive young man," and he is. And and it just it's something that I'm noticing more and more every year as just how. Um, media ready a lot of these young guys are when they come in he was personable he was engaged uh he sounded assured of himself and and he's not the only one that the players that i've spoken to um throughout this period tanner bruin oliver henry riley thilthorpe from south australia and there's been others that have been on the station have been so impressive uh, and, and i've never seen them play i've seen their highlights but what stands out to me is how impressive they are as young men. And I reckon this bloke might have had a little bit to do with that. Uh, he's been in the role of the uh, NAB AFL Academy uh, coach for a year. He replaced Luke Power in the role. So what a tough year to come in to that highly important role. He was with the Collingwood Academy since 2017, uh, 227 games for Collingwood. Uh, he came off the rookie list. Uh, he did it the hard way, and he's one of the most loved pies uh, of his generation. Tark and Lockie has been good enough to jump on. Hello, mate. <laughs> Oh, thank you, and it's a um, that's a good intro. Well done. <laughs> hey, look, uh, you you just put up the resume. I read it. So if that's uh, that's, that's how pallet, if that's how it falls, hey, um, <laughs> t- talk us through today. Um, how how was it? Were you happy with how it went, and what actually happened at this training session? Yeah, yeah. So um, essentially, you know, obviously this year has been a really frustrating year for for everyone involved in footy, if not you know around the globe. Um, but particularly here in, in Victoria with the, the level of restrictions that we've had and the lack of contact or the lack of sport, I suppose, um, has been really frustrating. So as the, um, as the restrictions sort of eased off a few weeks ago, the, the idea was sort of floated that, um, you know, could we potentially get the, the kids that have been invited to the combine, um, you know, could we potentially get them together for a, a, a series of training sessions or, you know, games games was floated to, to start with, but where it, where it sort of ended up um, was we got a got the opportunity to get everyone together for a, a training session today. Um, sort of broke the group into Vic Metro and Vic Country, um, and as you sort of said, in front of in front of a lot of recruiting staff and AFL um, staff personalities and, and media, 
the boys had a bit of a light training run, got around and just got the ability to showcase their skills. That's been quite difficult, obviously, to, to get a gauge on where all of these kids sort of sit. Um, but just to get the get a look at them, you know, who's developed physically, who's sort of grown, who's who's looking fit, um, just for the recruiting staff to to run their eyes across those guys and then for the players themselves to actually get out there and rub shoulders with each other and reconnect and, you know, they formed friendships along the way. So to get back out and have a kick with your mates was, was a really good good footy day. So I think everyone walked away feeling really great about the, the session itself and the day and just to be involved was, was really uplifting. So uh, it was good fun. I heard uh, Will say exactly the same thing. Just to be in a team environment again in a year where they haven't yeah. been able to, it just meant the world. So it seemed to me that these guys just completely forgot or might have been able to forget momentarily that they were on display and just were able to enjoy the experience again. Yeah, and I, I tried to make that point at the start of the start of the session as well, that, that although for a bit of a, you know, for a, a normal sort of training session, there was a few more people standing around the boundary line and a couple more cameras, but essentially, you know, to put that aside just for, for, for an hour and an hour and a half and just have fun and do what you do what you're there to do and enjoy it with your mates and just be present, be be in the moment and just enjoy what's in front of you because it's been a long time coming. So I think the kids really embraced it. Their attitude and their energy was, was fantastic. And uh, like I said, it was just a really, a really good atmosphere and everyone walked off the ground feeling great. Tarkin, you, you were appointed um, as the, the academy coach at the back end of last year. How much coaching have you actually been able to do? And I've got a feeling <laughs> that the word coach may have been replaced by the word counsellor because I'd imagine that was a big part of it this year, just keeping in touch with all these guys, uh, reassuring them, um, just helping them get through one of the toughest years that we've all had. But for these guys in their bubble, um, they were getting set to, to put on their best performances to, to hopefully get the attention of scouts, uh, show how much they've developed from last year and, and hopefully uh, yeah. get their footy dream realised. How tough's it been? Yeah, and, and that was a really frustrating, um, you know, when everything sort of happened around about March. Uh, the players had done, you know, a fantastic pre-season. We'd had a, a few camps and it was sort of leading into the week of round one that, that everything sort of shut down. So the players were fit and ready. Um, you know, everyone was really excited and hopeful for the season that was, was to come. And then to sort of have that taken away was, was obviously incredibly disappointing and frustrating. Then it sort of looked like it was going to get back on track again and we were really hopeful, you know, big country had opened up again and everything looked really fruitful and unfortunately we went back into lockdown again. So you feel like that sort of ripped away just as you start to get your hopes up. So really for us, you know, I'm part of the national talent program and we're here as part of the pathways to support the players as best we can, not just in a footy sense, but um, from a wellbeing and high performance as well. We'd like to think we run a really... Um, really solid, holistic sort of approach in our programs. So to support the players and understand sort of what they're going through, but still trying to provide them with enough content and enough support to get them through, um, although it's obviously incredibly difficult throughout these periods, um, you know, the players are unbelievably resilient. Um, their ability to bounce back is is excellent. And um, you could just see by the way they attack today's session and just talking to them that they've developed this um, this sense of resilience that, um, may not have may not have happened before. So um, yeah, they, although from a game sense they didn't get to showcase their best, um, certainly be a learning year for everyone. Uh, we all expect when we watch American sports, given especially with the the NFL players that come out of a college system which has got almost the same exposure as the NFL itself, they are used to cameras in their face, they're used to microphones, they're used to interviews, so they go into the NFL media ready. 
it's something over the last couple of years, and especially this year, and it might just be this crop that they seem to be so more at so much more at ease in the interview process with media, doing chats, and uh, we heard Will today, and it's been the same case with all the young guys that we've had on, uh, and it's the same with the women as well when they're coming through the ranks now. Is that part of yeah. what you guys go through with them? Do you do specific training? to be able to get them feeling comfortable and, and showing the best side of themselves, not just as players, but as people? Yeah, and I, and I think that's a part of where the free landscape sort of landed to recently. You can you can see um, Richmond as an example as the, you know, sort of benchmark of the competition at the moment. Um, they celebrate that everyone's different and they want people to be themselves. And mm. I think that's a really important part of it. So, yeah, we run a program around education and expectations and standards of what it's like to train, but then also you've got all the other requirements in preparation and professionalism that come along with that. And media, media is one aspect, but essentially for all of the players, you want them to be themselves. Um, and that gives them the, the best chance to be successful. So um, yeah, it's really pleasing. And, and I did catch a little bit of that Will Phillips interview today and he spoke incredibly well and you yep. can see why, you know, he's so highly regarded coming in, um, coming to this sort of draft period, but he's a, an excellent young man. And regardless of where he sort of ends up, um, in the next part of his, his journey, um, you just know that he's going to attack it and he's going to give his best. So he's um, he's given a great account of himself. He's got captaincy uh, written all over him. You can just hear it uh, in his voice. Uh, who who stood out today for you as coach? <laughs> That's an incredibly, <laughs> incredibly difficult um, conversation to have. Look, oh, to be honest, mate, I, I was really impressed with everyone. Yep. I think for... And that's what everyone was sort of looking for. I think everyone was a little bit apprehensive. We saw them do the draft or the combine testing um, a few weeks ago. And the, the numbers that the, the athletes were able to put up was really impressive. But then to see them sort of come out today and really the recruiting staff just want to see them have a kick and a catch and really just stand next to each other and be able to compare, you know, what do they look like? Do they look fit? Do they look strong? And um, and every single one of them walked out and they were, they were excellent. So they're, like I said before, their professionalism, their their readiness to train, and, and then their ability to go out and execute was was awesome. And it's just a reminder for for the, the coaches and for everyone involved that we're just so lucky to to rub shoulders with these kids. Um, you know, they they get themselves drafted with the way they prepare and the way they train, but to be able to to walk alongside them and help them along that journey, uh, we got a pretty special job. So yeah, we're very lucky. Are the, are the young guys themselves scared about what no footy might mean for their chances? Are they? Do they? Uh, is this something you hear them talking about? Uh, is this something you have to sort of calm them uh, and just uh, appease them? And, and also, too, with reduced list sizes, are they worried that there won't be as many people taken this year, which is what we're sort of expecting? How do you manage that kind of fear as it creeps through? Yeah, look, it's it's an incredibly comp- complex sort of conversation when you're having this with the players and. I think the difficulty and the frustration, particularly here in Victoria, is it's just so um, the, the inconsistency of what the players were able to achieve. So you look at other states, you know, like SA and, and WA, as an example, got to play a heap of footy throughout the year and mm. pretty much played a full season. So those, those kids in their draft year are able to put, put forward a case to say, you know, I'm ready to, to take the next step um, to potentially play an AFL footy. The unfortunate thing here in Victoria, obviously, is we just didn't get that chance. So... There's plenty of kids that have shown, you know, the, the recruiting staff do a great job of identifying players through their early early parts of their um, of their journey, um, but it's just unfortunate for the guys that they haven't been able to put that body of work together in this in this draft year. But um, you know, we're just, I suppose, everyone's sort of hopeful that um, it's been recognised their performance in the past, 
Um, but you just don't get that real recognition for potentially development and improvement that you would make in that 18th year. Uh, Targ and Lockyer getting a lot of text messages coming through just saying uh, they've got great memories of you running around at Vic Park. Um, <laughs> even got a text message from my missus, who's a Mad Pies fan, saying, love Targs. I can see his smile in my head when he laughs. He's got the best smile ever. Actually, she then wrote after that, don't say that on air. So I'm in trouble now. Oh, but, no. uh, <laughs> You're in the doghouse. I am. Hey, mate, well done on today. It was great that they were able just to get together and enjoy that sort of camaraderie again before what might be the biggest night of their young lives. And uh, it looks like you've done an incredible job under the toughest of years in that position as the, the academy coach uh, of a national uh, basis. Mate, well done. And, and hopefully it's a, it's a really positive night it's on the 9th of December. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. Can't wait. Uh, Tark, having me. No, our, our pleasure. Anytime. Don't be a stranger. Uh, Tark and Lockyer, uh, what a champion. Uh, as a bloke and, and off, as you're saying off the text here, one of uh, one of the favourite sons uh, of of Collingwood, you think, wouldn't you? Uh, and if the texts are any indication, that's exactly the response we're getting. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.